How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy, you go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Here's your money briefing for Wednesday, February 22nd. I'm J.R. Whalen for The Wall Street Journal. Traditionally, career timelines have started around the time someone graduates from college, and about 40 years later, those workers are preparing to retire. But now, careers could span 60 years. The traditional age of retirement worked when people were not living beyond 75. But if you're going to live until 95, it's very hard to have earned enough income up to 65 to support yourself for another 30 years. So how should someone map out a career path that's likely to last 20 years longer? We'll talk to Wall Street Journal contributor Carol Heimowitz after the break. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. As people live longer, healthier lives, the traditional 40-year career is on its way to reaching 60 years. What does that mean for workers and for companies? Wall Street Journal contributor Carol Heimowitz wrote about this, and she joins me now. Hey, Carol, thank you very much for being with us. Thank you. So, Carol, which age groups does this longer career timeline affect the most? Millennials, certainly, and all the generations behind them. Roughly speaking, people currently age 40 and younger. And, you know, a lot of people these days are living longer, healthier lives. But how does that affect those groups' career timelines? They have to think very differently about it. The traditional age of retirement, somewhere between 60 and 65, worked when people were not living beyond 75. But if you're going to live until 95, it's very hard to have earned enough income up to 65 to support yourself for another 30 years. That is why people have to work longer. They're also going to want to work longer because people who are 70, 75, even 80 today, even today's group, are feeling pretty energetic for the most part. Not all, but they have the capability to really contribute. Okay, so let's talk about how workers in those age groups need to prepare for a longer career. How would it affect, for example, opportunities to get ahead? In a traditional career, think of it as a ladder. But in the new longer career, the 60-year career, it's a jungle gym. You're going to have to jump rungs, sometimes even go down at times, and then go up again. Already, a lot fewer workers expect to stay at a single company all the way through their career, And that trend will only accelerate as careers get longer. After all, few people are going to want to stay in the same job for 60 years. But I think fewer are going to want to stay in the same company because they have more opportunities to try different things. And few companies have shown the kind of loyalty that would encourage such careers. 
You know, Carol, just in the past couple of years, we've seen workplace technology change significantly ushered in by the pandemic. But if we're adding 20 years onto a career, that's a lot of tech changes to keep up with, right? Absolutely. Younger generations in the workforce have to prepare themselves for lifelong learning, including breaks to return to school, but certainly to keep up with technology. And many employees are going to want to start second or third careers, and that will require returning to school for training and maybe even a new degree. You know, we've also heard a lot about work-life balance in the past couple of years. How about achieving or maintaining that balance with this extended career? That need for that balance is going to become even more pronounced because as careers lengthen and our lives lengthen, our priorities change over that course. People will also face conflicting demands. Already, a lot of young and middle-aged adults are taking on caregiving responsibilities for older parents at the same time that they're caring for young children. There's a startling statistic which surprised me Among 48 million Americans who currently provide unpaid care to elders or disabled relatives, more than 40% are 18 to 49 years old. So you have conflicting demands of work and personal life. All right, so there are at least two generations of workers who now have to plan for a career that could span 60 years. What challenge does this pose to companies? Most companies haven't yet planned for ways for employees to stay productive and creative over lengthy careers. Few of them have flexible routes in and out of the workplace or glide paths toward retirement that enable older workers to work longer, but at reduced hours. Less than 10% of Fortune 500 companies have a re-entry program for employees who've taken off career breaks for family caregiving or other reasons, according to research by iRelaunch, a Miami area firm that encourages employers to establish these kinds of programs. But I think employers are going to have to start catching up to what their employees are going to be asking for. Wow, this seems like a lot to plan for. It is. And I think you have to take the attitude of you cannot plan for entirely for a 60-year career. You have to understand that you have a long stretch ahead of you in the workplace. But too many things in our personal lives, the economy, the workplace are going to change. Nobody has a crystal ball looking out that far. What's important is finding jobs that give you satisfaction and challenges that keep you growing and work environments that are enjoyable. In the past, when careers were just a straight vertical climb up, there was a tendency to set goals. I'm going to get to this wrong. I'm going to become a manager by 30. I'll be a VP by 40. Can't do that as much anymore. It can be counterproductive, in fact. What you need to learn to do is to be agile. Today, what counts is the ability to be agile, not rigidly focused on a handful of goals. And we also hear a lot about flexibility in someone's career. This sounds like a case study in flexibility. It's absolutely a case study in flexibility. You really have to be prepared to change, to not get stuck in one pursuit only. All right, that's Wall Street Journal contributor Carol Heimowitz. Carol, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. And that's your Money Briefing. I'm J.R. Whalen for The Wall Street Journal.